It's funny because a lot of people on the internet, when we were posting, we were long distance, they're like, watch, he's probably out there cheating or she's probably out there cheating. You guys are just married. You don't really know your husband yet. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this is not being stalker whatsoever. Some people are like, dude, you're low key a stalker. It has nothing to do with that. You guys are a married couple. Why yeah, are you guys splitting you guys the bill? One. I don't understand that. Do we regret getting married young? All right, episode four of the Twin Pod. We got our amazing wives out here. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to be here with us today. Are you guys mad that it's you guys are only on episode four? No. Should we have <laughs> should we have gotten you guys on sooner or? We should have been episode one. Dang. Episode one. That's dang. my I'm bad. Just kidding. That's our bad. That's my yeah. bad. We got some questions. Uh, we asked Instagram to uh, give some questions that we could ask you guys. We've all been. Married now for what? How long has it been? A year. A year, year and like a couple something months. Like that. A year, a couple months, yep. Yeah. I should know this off the top of my dome. <laughs> Shoot. A year, okay. three months. November? No. November 27, 2022. So it's been. Yeah, a year, three months. Yeah, yeah, good job. A year and. Okay, November. A year and two months. <laughs> Wait. We're one month Literally, the year is one month apart, so we're <laughs> three months. You guys are two. Well, yeah. All right, first question. Let's get into it. How do we meet? You guys, you guys met oh. first, so you guys go oh. first. <laughs> you want to go first? I want you to start off. All right. Me and Esther's cousins, we all went to TBS together. John was there, too. Mm -hmm. And basically, they're cool guys. They're pretty dope. We uh, connected really quickly. And then after TBS, which Teens Bible School in Jacksonville, um, mm -hmm. we were what? I think we were 16. Yeah, we were 16. And after that, those were the only people that... I stayed in contact with, me and John stayed in contact with. Like, I mean, I don't know why. I guess it was just faith that we had to, you know, somehow our paths were gonna cross again. But um, the next, the following year in the winter, we invited Daniel to come down to Washington. Cause I mean, obviously he lived in Florida. Him and Jeremiah lived in Florida. So we invite Daniel to come down. Daniel comes down, we hang out with him in the winter. And then during COVID 2020, they invited me, John, and Victor to come down to Florida to just hang out with them for the summer. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, everything in, Florida, everything in Washington was closed, so we couldn't do anything anyway. So I remember uh, John was collecting those COVID payments, <laughs> the <laughs> stimulus checks. He got, he got fired uh, or, I guess, laid off from LA Fitness because of COVID. Yep. So he was able to collect those, what was it, like 800 bucks a month? It was 800 bucks. That was more than I was making for my whole entire paycheck at LA Fitness. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So John, really that's like crazy. I worked there for, I think I worked there for like three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wait, were you part time or full time? Part time. I was part time. Oh, okay. Dang, yeah. It's like a blessing in disguise. Oh yeah, it was a big blessing. <laughs> yeah, I wish I worked there. I was stuck in track, and then track got canceled, and I was just sitting at home collecting oh, no money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Basically, to get a flight to Florida, I had to sell the drum set that it was mine and John's drum set. It was an electric drum set. I had to sell it to get money you to go to Florida. You supported him and Esther. And I, right but the that. but the the kind of like um, the trade-off was we sell this drum set, but then I'll make the money back to buy another drum set. Where's the drum set at? <laughs> so it's been how many years? Hey, hey, Four chill, years. Chill, there's no drum set. Chill, chill. <laughs> we don't need a drum set no more. And people ask us why we stopped playing drums. I wonder, I wonder why. why. <laughs> no, but here, here's the good part, though. We sold. I sold the drum set to get money to, for Florida. John obviously had his stimmy checks. Um, we come down to Florida, and day one, Dan takes us to the beach, right? And we pull up to the beach, it's like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then um, Esther pulls up. Esther and then this her friends happens. pull up. And I was like, whoa, who is that? Wait, 
She's pretty cute, you know? Wait, the funniest part is, is the boys, like, my cousins would show these boys mm-hmm. all the hottest girls in Northport. Oh, my god! Obviously, they're not going to show their cousin. Like, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> so <laughs> David was like, wait, 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 who's that? And that's, that, that was that the first time? Oh! So actually, like... No, like, no, basically, before that? we went to the beach, Daniel was like, Daniel's yeah. like, you want to see who the cutest girls in Northport are? I'm like, no. I mean, I guess. Like, I'm a single guy. I mean, all right, I guess I'll look at <laughs> this it. This is what guys really do. And then so he's like yeah, going right. through, and I'm like, mm, meh, meh, meh. And I guess he like swiped past like a family photo with the cousins. I was like, wait, who's that? <laughs> he's like, yeah, it was like like a bunch of the cousins or whatever. And then I spotted Esther. I'm like, wait, who's that? And he's like, oh, that's Esther. It's my cousin. I was like, mm, okay, interesting, interesting. Okay. Just kept in the back of my line. Yeah. And then she ended up being at the beach. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. So I introduced myself, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Esther, then, what, did, what was your, like, when he first so introduced you? We, like, before, we, right before, hold on, hold on. I'll just finish real quick. Basically, we were walking back to the car after the beach. And I'm, like, trying to make a conversation with Esther. I, I don't know how to, like, <laughs> what to say. I'm all nervous. So, so me and her kind of start walking together back to the thing, uh, to the car. And I'm like, I'm like, so uh, how do you know who the tourists are at the beach? <laughs> And what? She, <laughs> I, I, had to pull something, I had to pull something out of the dome to, to ask her. And uh, I was like, so how do you know who the, like, the tourists are at the beach? And she goes, she looks down at my feet. She goes, they wear white vans to the beach. And I, I look oh, down, I'm wearing white vans. I'm like, no, that's right. good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that was my first interaction. Now I want to know yours. Well, I mean, Tom liked them. I was like, okay. I like how, like, the first thing I noticed is how he, like, interacts with other people. And, like his kindness and all that stuff um yeah and i actually ended up making the first move Dang. so i added him on snapchat because like a couple of them boys came down and i only added him i was like gotta make sure i get Pinpoint. the right one we were we were driving to um i think it was genie springs in florida with all the boys like we had a car full of boys and i get a no- notification that esther um added me on snapchat and i'm like oh that's dope and then i'm like then esther added any of you guys on snapchat and like no, 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 I'm like, uh, <laughs> But weren't you with half of her cousins? So, <laughs> why would you? Two. No, it was only two. I was oh, there. Victor you, was there. Okay, so and, they were yeah. pretty yeah. sure Another from Victor. There, yeah. And, yeah, okay. yeah. So it was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and then, like, wait, do you want to add the part where it's like, what? they, like, pushed you out of the house? Yes. Oh, you that was, we're still getting there. We're still getting there. That was like such a like a movie moment. That was that yeah. Was that's thanks moment. to you. Well, right. We'll talk about later. That's <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How did you guys meet? Let's go. With Wait that. up. It's not, we're not Whoa. done with you guys. The what do you story's mean? not over. So you start talking with her. On the oh, train. okay. You want to go further? Yeah. We want to go deep, deep. Yeah, like, we can't just half. Like I mean. after Florida, or all when? the way up until your marriage. Until you guys leave. All right. So basically, um, after Florida. Me and Esther, and I, I told her, I was like, um, like I want to continue to get to know you. Um, wait, wait, this is after Florida already? This is during, well, I guess during Florida. Okay, during Florida. Like right before I think we left. Yeah, this okay. was right before like we left. Right before you guys yeah, yeah. leave. I was like, like I want to continue to get to know you. I want to get to know you better. Wait, is this before the pushing out of the house story or no? No, it's after. This is after? This okay, is hold after, on. Okay. Let me tell this part of the story. Let Esther this. Let me tell this story. Let Esther this. is so they're leaving, right? And at this point, like, we followed each other. We kind of talked here and there, like, we sort of she really liked each it. other, but we That's didn't, how I knew. like, listen, we didn't explicitly, <laughs> we're like, hey, I like you, like, we should definitely talk. That, that wasn't exchanged yet, so we were kind of, like, in this weird limbo. Yeah, this yeah, weird like, you don't know what to do. And so, it's time to say bye, and it's kind of like, all right, bye, shake hands, super awkward, we're like, okay, whatever. 
I guess that's that. And I'm like leaving out of the house. I close the door and I hear like racket. I hear everyone yelling at David no. to go after me and like <laughs> do something about mm-hmm. it, which is really cute. I get down to the driveway and I'm like, okay, I'm just wait here for him. And he gets out of the house, walks down. We like hug. That was like so funny. But yeah. And then it was so funny because I was so nervous. I was like, okay, tell, tell Dion to drive safe. Bye. And I just like leave. You leave. Yeah. I don't even say anything. We hug and I'm like, all right, bye. Yeah, because like, you're like hecka nervous. Safe flight, bye. Like I was super nervous because like I'm like I don't even know if she likes me, you know? Because I'm yeah. like, you, you know, have all these doubts yeah. right there. Yeah. Side perspective, real quick. So David, so Esther walks out the door, and David's like, David's just sitting on the couch, and everyone, as soon as Esther walks out, everyone just turns to David instantly, just starts looking at him, like, what are you <laughs> like, gonna what do, are you bro? Doing? Yeah, and so there's probably like 12 people in there. Everyone's just staring at David, and David's like, whoa, like so I don't. Literally, everyone knew. Yeah. Everyone was like, are you going to do anything? Like, are you just going to let her walk out the door? And I literally took David by the shoulders and I pushed him out the door. I needed, I needed that extra and, push. And good that's job. That's really so good. Cute. I was nervous myself, bro. I don't know. Like, yeah, because you don't want to come up too strong. What if I walk right? out there right? and, and then she's like already driving off or something? You know, <laughs> you know how bad I would feel? That'd be a nice Hallmark yeah. movie story. Yeah, no, no, Hallmark always ends good. Nice was that? She would run after the car with this track speed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, that would make Anyways, fire, that's, yeah. that's like where we started. Yeah, what if I walked so out cute. there and, and she's like, Get back in the house. I don't know. Like I was scared, bro. But <laughs> I, I needed the extra push. And, and then the biggest thing off. for guys is rejection. So yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, ooh. Yeah, that would have been but awkward. It, yeah. yeah, that's weird. We'll continue. You guys were, but yeah. So after that, I was like, basically, oh, like, I want to continue to get to know you. Let's not, let's not just end off here. You know, like, mm-hmm. we'll make long distance work if we have yeah, to. You know? we, right after that moment, we did long distance for five months. Five months straight. So. That's crazy. Right after, that, usually, I feel like people would have given up at that. Point. I, I literally like two months. I was like, I'm losing my head. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a couple moments where I was like, is this gonna be worth mm-hmm. it? Like, what am I still doing? Like, but. I kept I kept on pursuing and I was like it's gonna be all worth in the end like this girl is right. really special you know mm-hmm. that's so, really cool but we get back and literally all we do for five months is FaceTime, text, Snapchat, mm-hmm. wow. and she is three hours what ahead. Is it, ahead. ahead so she's three mm-hmm. hours ahead so there's a bunch of times where like I'm in the middle of hanging out and I'm like she's about to go to sleep like I have to go home so I can FaceTime her for a little bit so it's like I don't know it was seven thirty. 8 p.m. in Washington time, but already in Florida, it's 11 p.m. So she's about to go to sleep. She has school the next day or work or something. I forgot what. Yeah, I had, at this point, it was like when COVID that happened. Was your senior so year I was in high senior school. year. I was doing school from home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could have slept in. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, see, she had to wake up early for, for those morning classes. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, I don't want to keep her up too late. So I got to get home at like 7 30, 8 p.m. just to FaceTime her with her for a little bit. And a lot of my friends got pissed off because I would just leave mm. in the middle of all the hangouts. I would just leave and go home. Just so or I just not them. go to the hangouts. Oh, yeah. Not go yeah. John would go alone and they would be like, where's David at? And we're like, well, you know where he's at. Yeah. <laughs> On FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. But it was all worth it in the end. It was all worth it. Now we're married. Yeah. Yeah. So explain, hard, explain the proposal. Explain how long you guys oh were engaged <sighs> for. How long you guys were dating for. So after five months, I flew down for the Pursuit Conference, which is Esther's youth conference. Mm-hmm. And that's when I met her parents for the first time and her family. Actually, I don't know if I met your family. I think I just met your parents. Quick insight on that one. I went with David on that Pursuit Conference too. And I'm just going to say this is probably the most strangest time in my life because for my entire life, I always had David. Me and David were always side by side everywhere, Mm -hmm. you know? And now he has a girlfriend and I don't. And so 
when we go to this pursuit conference, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna just be by David the whole time or whatever. Nah, David's gone with Esther. <laughs> David don't care about me at this point. You know? <laughs> so I'm just like there all alone. And it's the it, it hit me. It hit me for the first time in my life. I'm like, man, I'm not always gonna have David by my side. Like, this is a this is a good chance to like step out or whatever. Or it, it's not gonna be like this always, you know. So that was the first time in my life that I had that realization. Mm. So it was yeah, that's deep. I didn't sure. know that. That's so sad. And at that point, I'm like, man. Maybe I need a girlfriend too. Yeah, but <laughs> no, it's cool because yeah. then later on in life, you guys get married at the same time. Yeah. Like, I think that's great. Oh, yeah. Like, especially, I don't know. That was pretty crazy. I didn't, I didn't know how that was cool. going to work out. Honestly, I thought John think, was going to be like. I think it would be What did so you think? Weird. Like, when you found someone, were you like curious? Like, is John like, going to find someone? Yeah, I was like, well, when's John going to find someone? Because I'm like, like, looking around, he's not really interested in anyone. Mm-hmm. He's not pursuing anyone. So I'm like, Am I just going to be married and this homie's going to be not married well, for several months later? Years? Hold on. Several, several months later, literally after us, you guys. What? Well, end up meeting? No, because, yeah, because right, right after when we started dating, he went to SMBS right away. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's, well, it was let's like, build up like, to that. It was like a couple months, like nine months later, but let's build up to that. Later. Yeah, we'll build off to that. So you got, okay, you want to go in chronological? So Pursuit Conference happened. Right. I, I'm okay. going to meet your parents, right? That was kind of the, the whole basis of the trip was to mm-hmm. meet your parents. And then to go to the conference as well. So first time ever meeting her parents. Me and John, because John was going with me. And then I think one of the boys was going with us too, to her mm-hmm. parents' house. Because they were driving us around. And um, we pull up to Esther's parents' house. And me and John look at each other. We're like, hold up. We're dressed the same. <laughs> this no. was the first time in like three years yeah. that we ended up dressing the same. And, and it, it was, was completely yeah, unplanned. Coincidence. Completely unplanned. And we're like, oh, shoot. Whatever. So we walk in. And um, Esther's dad, just Yasha, he he walks he walks <laughs> he walks into the living room and he goes, looks at both of us. He's like, "Tak, kto David?" And I was like, Me. "He's like, who's David?" Yeah, yeah. I'll be the translator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, but it all went well. Um, we kind of talked for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think they had good impressions. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you guys were married today. Yeah, like so, you got the blessing, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And move on to SMBS. So SMBS, mm-hmm. I'll tell this from, from my side yeah. of the story. I, I just, <coughs> David was gone every other week. And let's just yeah. say that Literally. because because we came from Washington and SMBS was in Jacksonville and Esther lived in Northport. So it was like, what, four hour, three four hour, hour drive. drive? Four hour drive. That was wild. You should mention those drives. But yeah, so every every other weekend, David would be gone or Esther would be there. So we'd, yeah. we'd every other weekend, we'd just not see David. <laughs> <laughs> True. You're like slowly losing your twin brother. Yeah. yeah it was pretty crazy though because sometimes, um, well, every Saturday we had a curfew at, I think it was 11? 11 or 11.30? I don't know. I think, I think it was 10.30. I think it was, a, I think no, it was 11. No, it was, yeah, it couldn't have been 11.30 for sure. It was probably 11. 11. So yeah, we had to be yeah. back inside our house at 11. This was for SMBS, which is Slavic Missionary Bible School in Jacksonville. We had to be back in our house at 11 p.m. or we would have to we'd get like a punishment or something like that so if the administrator were watching this you didn't see anything you didn't hear anything (coughs) true true (laughs) gary i'm sorry man (laughs) name dropping that i'm pretty sure he knew yeah anyway um so we would we are able to leave the house at 5 a.m so exactly at 5 a.m i'm in the car driving to northport four hour drive there i get to be there for eight hours with esther and then had a four-hour drive back. That's insane. So mm-hmm. each, like every other Saturday, I would make the four-hour trip there, stay there for a couple, uh, for eight hours with Esther, hang out, spend time with her family, and then four hours back. And those four hours back were the hardest thing ever. Like it was so hard to leave. Obviously, it's hard to leave because 
I mean, I really love Esther, but at the same time, like I'm so tired. I woke up super early the, the that same day. I'm driving home. I'm trying to like stay awake. So many times there were so many like close calls where I'm literally falling asleep on the road and I'm, like going through the lanes just and I'm like, oh man, like dude, those are so hard. But again, it was all worth it. And now I don't have to make that trip anymore. Yeah. So that's wild. All right. Then all right, so we're in SMBS, right? Mm-hmm. And um so the one thing I prayed before, well, when I got to SMBS was Lord, if there is anyone here for me, just close my eyes to them and reveal them the last month because I really wanted like I really want to take this time and just devote it to the Lord. And um obviously, like if there was someone I wanted to meet her, get to know her while we were in SMBS, mm-hmm. but I was like save that for the last month. So the total was 6 months. So I was like just save it for the last month. But for those five months, I was strictly just like literally had like tunnel vision, just straight like focus and attention to the Lord and just building my relationship with the Lord. And I was not even looking like at any girls. I was just Mm -hmm. doing my thing, you know. And um, so fast forward to the last month. Uh, Well, do you want to say your story? Because your story was kind of in the middle there. So I was just I was just laser focused for those first five months. And then like three months in. Go ahead. Okay, so my story is probably a little bit more kind of it has a lot more details. John, like he knew from the start. He's like, okay, if anyone's going to be here, God, like just reveal them. And he was super serious throughout the entire like Bible college. I saw him. I honestly, like, this is not being stalker whatsoever. (laughs) Some people are like, dude, you're low key a stalker. It has nothing to do with that. It was just mostly like my mentality coming into Bible college was, okay, I'm getting away from everybody in my hometown. Me and my sister, Ella, went. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I just really want to focus like on God and what he has for me because I want to get out of like the church norms and everything that I grew up in. I just want to see like God in a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So that was my kind of perspective on going to Bible college. Everyone was making jokes. You're going to find someone. You're going to get married, Slavic marriage, Bible college, whatever. And I was like, dude, no. And so, which my dad honestly thought Ella was going to come back married, which is weird. Not back married. Come back with a With a guy. With a guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be really soon. Uh, <laughs> so basically, my mentality, January, I wasn't focused on any, like anybody. I came into Bible college. I saw multiple people throughout Bible college get into relationships super early. And I was like, that's weird. Uh, February goes by. I end up meeting both of the twins in Bible college. I mean, Ella walk up to you guys in February and we're like, we just want to meet like people throughout our class. And I remember walking up to both of you guys and we say hi. And I remember Johnny, like he stood out to me. I was like, oh, he's really cool. I really like his personality. He's just like different. And there wasn't like, there wasn't like sparks or anything. People were like, oh, there's going to be sparks when you see someone for, mm-hmm. for the first time. I think that's like very romanticizing life. It was just simple. I just, there was something different about him. So now we go into March. March, Johnny wins the Bible, Bible, I was about to say Bible college, but yeah, yeah, and it was on the book of John, which was really cool. It was Mm -hmm. like, John wins the book of John, whatever. So that's a side note. But when he wins, I remember in the background, I was rooting him on the whole time, which was so funny (laughs) because Elisha was sitting next to me and he knew that I was interested, which I'm going to name drop Elisha. (laughs) Like he's a big part of like me and how me and Johnny got together. I'll name drop someone else. Willie Chobie also. Yeah, he literally is amazing. So shout out to Willie. Um, Elisha's sitting next to me and I'm all there rooting John on. I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's so cool. Like he's going to win for sure. He's going to win. He's going to win. In March, I started kind of really looking into how Johnny was in Bible college, seeing if he's talking to other girls, <laughs> if he's serious. I'm like, I'm like looking, I'm like, I wonder, because a lot of people in Bible college were not serious. People came, mm-hmm. 
and they were just kind of flirting, getting into relationships. They didn't care. And I was like, oh, that's a red flag. So now I started examining what Johnny was doing. And the fact that he won the Bible quiz, I was like, wow, out of everybody he won, I was like, that's how you know he's smart. I'm like, that's my man. <laughs> so now fast forward, April, the last week of April, Bible, what was it? The it No, the choir tour. Choir tour, yeah. Choir tour. And during choir tour, I just did my own thing and didn't even think. I just, I wasn't. Well, before choir tour, you told uh, Elijah, right? That you like him? Oh. Freaking Elisha, I forgot this part. Yeah. Yes, I told Elisha that I'm interested in somebody. And being Elisha, he has a very big mouth. Yeah, and then so during Bible, uh, during, um, during the choir tour, how did this happen? So we were going to... Did I tell Elisha? I already forgot if I told Elisha. No, you did, you did. He, I did. He knew, um, Why would I think, ever tell him? Trying to think how this happened. If I knew on that trip but it kind oh of yeah okay out. so so we were at a, a a banquet our our bible college was doing a banquet for the local people in portland and um what happened was so so elijah was like he had to tell me something really urgently he's like because because the day the night before that he he was like on the phone um with someone and and i don't know how this exactly happened but he ended up telling me he ended up telling me that amy likes me He's like, it was like huge. Like he was like, I don't know. He was what, trying to save himself. Yeah, he was something. trying to save himself for something. And, and he had to tell me. So he like, he, for the longest time, was like, man, John, I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. Oh man, I screwed up. Or and whatever. I told Elisha, do not say anything. Yeah. So he's we, like, I won't, I promise. So he takes me out. Uh, and then we like just talking together. Uh, we were talking together alone. And he's like, man, yeah, Amy's, uh, Amy's liked you since like the beginning of February or like it the end like of March. February. It was like March. It was like, no, it was like the beginning of March. And I was shocked. I was like, because I didn't, I didn't see anything at all. Like I was just so oblivious. I was just so laser focused. I was focused. just observing you the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I, I was, I didn't, I had no clue at all. And so when he told me this, I'm like, no, there's no way. Like, I, I don't believe it. There's no way, you know? And he was like, no, yeah, for real, bro. I'm serious. Like, it's a hundred percent. Like she, she does. She told me. And I'm like, Okay. I guess. And so I didn't believe it at first, but then it just kind of kept like marinating in my mind. So I went and sat down and like the whole time I was just like thinking like, like, is this true? Like, is it, you know? So after that, cause we barely even talked through our yeah, Bible cause we calls. barely, we even barely talked. talked. I walked up to you after the Bible quote and I was like, good job, John. And then you're like, <laughs> but everybody did that. Yeah. And then, so after that, so our, our choir tours came to an end and we started driving back. And I remember we were stopping at a few churches back on the way home. And I'm like, all right, well, if it is true, let me at least try to like go talk to her, see, see what's up, you know? So um, I had Willie, shout out Willie Chobe. Willie and me would like go and sit at their table and just start chatting with them. You know? And Willie and, and knew Willie, that I liked Johnny. Yeah, Willie knew too. Mm -hmm. But Willie, Willie wouldn't snitch because yeah, Willie... Yeah, Willie didn't say anything, shout yeah, out. Shout out Willie. <laughs> and so, but Willie was the ultimate wingman. Willie and Ella, Amy's sister, were ultimate wingmen. Literally. So um, Willie would sit down with me and then all the girls would be with Amy and we would start chatting. And then Willie would be like, hey, girls, let's, like, do you guys see that? Let's go over there. And then they would all leave. And it was Randomly just Randomly leave. And, and I'm all, wow. like, sitting there with a huge plate of food. Can't eat because I'm like, if I eat, I'm going to have stuff in my teeth. I'm like, it's just going to be so awkward. Yeah. So I never would eat. And then you noticed eventually. I noticed that she wouldn't eat. So next time, um, our bus stopped. Like, this was the next day. Our bus stopped at a, at a big, like, plaza with a bunch of food places. And it was for breakfast. And I'm like, hey, I'm not going to go. 
actually go eat with her because I want her to eat. And Which I was I'm, confused. If, why I'm not, if Yeah, mm -hmm. she was confused why I didn't even come up to her, but it was all planned. So <laughs> um, I didn't go up to her, uh, go, up, go eat with her because I knew she wasn't going to eat because she was going to, like, if she was I talking to me, she's I wouldn't eat. eat. I wouldn't. So I wanted her to eat. So, but then we're coming back to the bus and I came in like one of the first people on the bus. She wasn't there yet. And Elijah was sitting in the row and there was no one next to him. But I was sitting with Willie, um, a row behind him. So I'm like, hey, Elijah, can I switch spots with you? You sit with Willie. I'll sit here so I could talk to Amy this on the bus drive home. He's like, fine. Like, he didn't want to because he had the whole row. But he was Wait. like, all right, for you, I'll do it. Wait, so Shout when, out. when did your, like, feelings actually develop? Or when you first heard it, were you like, Oh, oh, I'm glad about you. Right. I point. missed a complete. Yeah, yeah. I missed like the when big were part. you like? Wait, I actually. Yeah. yeah I, I was thinking I was like, when did he start liking me? I missed the huge part. Yeah. So <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Old girl likes me. I'm gonna go after. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. So I missed the huge that's part. That's what people probably think. So after Eliza told me, um, before we left on the bus, like started going back home, there was a moment where we had a free day, um, and a lot of the people started. Um, a lot of our group went to Cape Kawanda in, um, in Oregon, yeah. And um, so we said we were going to go, but me and, uh, me and Willie were staying in the same house, and we overslept. So everyone left without us, and it was just me and Willie. And we're like, man, well, it's 10 o'clock now. We could probably still make it there by the time the sun goes down or whatnot. It'll be just more for, like, the road trip, but we'll do it anyway, you know? So uh, I call Elijah. I'm like, hey, do you know anyone else that wants to go? Because me and Willie are about to drive out now. If you guys have three seats in the back. Yeah, we had three more mm -hmm. seats. We're like, if anyone else wants to go, like, let us know, you know? And he instantly, he's like, hold on, let me make a call. He instantly texts um, Amy and like, hey, John's going to pick you up in like 15 minutes. Be ready. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> I was wow. asleep. And at this time, I was like, okay, I'm going to take my girlfriends with me. It's going to be super fun. I try to wake up my friends and they're like, no, I'm so tired. My stomach hurts. Her leg starts cramping up. And I'm like, I, this is a solo mission. Like I have to go by myself, whatever. So I get ready right away. I'm so mad at everyone because I'm going to be by myself. Mm -hmm. But then and you show up. Yeah. So then Elijah calls me back and he's like, hey, Ella and um, Amy are going with you. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. See how this goes. So I go, me and Willie go pick up Amy and she's the only one. Um, so she sits in the back and Willie's in the passenger seat and I'm driving. And on the whole way there, I mean, we're just like, it's like almost. No, as you get out. Sorry, but he gets out. He opens the trunk. I put my stuff and I'm like, that's so nice. Yeah. And then like I get in the car and then my cereal <laughs> spills all over me. I remember this moment. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm such, I'm like, and then you start driving. I pretend like nothing happens. I start wiping in Diana's car. Yeah. Sorry, oh, Diana. No. And it was just so awkward, but. Yeah. yeah, so it's a two and a half hour drive to the beach. Um, from where we were and so this two, whole two and a half hours it's just me and amy talking like willie's just standing willie's there. Just there. willie's just there but he's the ultimate wingman shout out willie so he's just <laughs> sitting there and me and amy are just talking back and forth and amy's telling her me about her life and i'm telling her about my life and she's mm -hmm. telling me about her passion i'm telling about my passion we're just going back and forth and we're driving just around like the driving coastal around, Oregon and it's road such a cool view and we're just talking to each other the whole time and we like instantly click mm -hmm. and i remember a specific moment i'm just driving and Amy's talking and I see her in the rear view mirror. And this was like, we're almost at the beach. So this is like two and a half hours in. And I'm just driving through the windy roads of Portland coast. And I just look into the rear view mirror and I see Amy and I'm just like, yeah, you know, this is, this could work. This, this will work. <laughs> this could work. <laughs> like, like this is going to happen. I know it just, it, at that moment, it felt like, you know, this is, this is real. And this is actually going to happen. 
Um, so we go, we show her Cape Kuanda, and then we drive back two and a half hours and we continue talking for two and a half hours. And then after this comes the bus trip, the bus trip home. And so continue with my story. I asked uh, Elijah to switch seats with him so I could have Amy sit by me. So I'm sitting there, Elijah switches with me, and I'm sitting there and then I'm looking as everyone is coming on the bus and then I spot Amy. And I'm like, I like, I like, I'm like towards the back of the bus and she's like still in the front. And I'm like, Amy, come sit by me. And she like, looks, me? Right now? Okay. It's just like a movie to everyone. Everybody. And from the aisles, like trying to get to me. And it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> cool to watch. And then she sits down next to me and, and I like, uh, the whole reason for wanting her to sit by me was so I could invite her because the next day would be already in Jackson. I was like, hey, do you want to go kayaking with us with a group of people? Mm. And that's, and that's that when the our, four of us met. Yep, yeah, that's when I first Literally. met you. So that was pretty much mm. kind of our first date was that. It was um, like a group. Well, I told him, I was trip. like, he's like, you want to go kayaking? I was like, well, tomorrow's Saturday. I'm going to hang out with all my girlfriends. I have to bring all my friends. And he's like, I mean, I have to move the reservation around. He's like, okay, whatever. And so I bring all my friends. No, I, was, I, was, I said to invite them too. Because all our friends were going to go, too. No, but it was like a reservation for a specific group of people. And so you had to add on. And then I was like, okay, whatever. And so that same day, we came home from the choir tour. Wait, real quick. But that whole bus drive home was like 13 hours. We were just sitting next to each other. So the whole reason was just to get her there to just talk Talk, about the kayak trip. And then the whole rest of the time, we just kept talking. (laughs) Yeah, we were just chatting. So, yeah, we end up coming home. It's like 4 a.m. I start packing up the car. I'm like, we got to drive out. We're running on no sleep. My friends all start bailing. I don't know. This was so funny to me. Miller took NyQuil. She's (laughs) (laughs) sleeping the whole way. We get to the kayaking place. Everyone's bailing. I don't know why throughout this entire trip, everyone starts bailing on me. So I have to go by myself. But they ended up coming with me. Yeah, three people came with me. They ended up coming and it was really good. It was a good time. Yeah. And then the whole entire kayak trip. So I'm in the back. Amy's in the front. We're going. And Amy's like talking the entire time. Oh my gosh. I remember this. Part of the story. Like, everyone's literally dying. Everyone's limbs are hurting. And we just see John and Amy. <laughs> Where are just like, we're go, mobbing. We right? were all Where are they going? Yeah, like, we were the only they? ones that no made clue. it to the end and came back. Everyone else, like, stopped I think halfway. it was because it was, well, like, actually, the pressure. It was, it was, like, the pressure where it's, like, oh, my gosh, I don't want him to think, like, I'm lazy. And then you're going because I'm going. It'd be weird if you would stop. And I'd be like, oh, my God, like, let's keep yeah, going. Yeah, we're both, like, competitive. Right? So we're both not trying to say that we're tired or anything. Yeah, and I'm dying. Like, I'm running on no sleep. The sun is killing me. I'm sunburnt. I need water. And I'm just, like, you good? And he's, like, yeah. And I'm, like, me too. <laughs> And I'm just like dying the yeah. whole time. So the whole time Amy's just talking. I'm just there listening. I'm like, wow, this is really nice. You know, I don't have to talk. I'm just listening. She's like <laughs> super interesting. I'm telling all these interesting stories. I'm like, wow, this is really nice. And Amy inside her mind. In my head, I'm thinking, oh my God, I hope everything is going good. This might be awkward. Does he think we're awkward? And I'm just like overthinking everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. why is he not talking? There's a silence. I'm like, there shouldn't be silence. I'm overthinking <laughs> everything. And he's over here like, oh, that's great. Someone's talking. Like, I don't have to talk that much. And I'm just like, why is he not talking? So me overthinking did not help this process. Yeah. So, and then after that, we came back. And um, after SMBS, officially started dating. And then um, we we did the whole long distance thing. I would fly to her uh, to California like every couple weeks. Like As every David, month. Yeah. Well, a couple weeks, like two, three weeks. No. Well, towards the end, towards right, like when we were about to get married, it was like two weeks. Really? But yeah, but how mm-hmm. David said I was the number one customer at Southwest Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> kept Always afloat. flying. Yeah, right. dude, I flew so much during that time. And so we, um, before, before I proposed, we dated for a year. And then I proposed on our one year anniversary. And then we were fiancés for 
five months? It was, it was, it was, it was almost months. six months. No, it was almost six months. Oh, yeah, it was five months in a week. Exactly. No, it was yeah, like it was. five months in two weeks or something, whatever. And then, Doesn't so matter. we got married and yeah, now we're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, but all of us have been I didn't know all that. That, huh? was, that was, you didn't know a that? A lot of that was new to me. Yeah? Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. <clears throat> Anyways, all of us were long distance. And well, during that time, sorry to cut you off. During that time, we were kind of like on our own waves. You yeah, know? yeah we you guys Esther were like, you yeah. guys were trying we to figure there. out you guys. And then we're mm-hmm. trying to. What were you going to yeah. say? But all of us were long distance. So I know some of the questions were like us being long distance. What would you guys recommend long distance? It depends on the people. I feel like I. I do not recommend long distance. Me too. Unless, unless. It's They're for the right it. girl. Oh. If yeah. if you really think this girl is worth it, yes, it's worth it. But it's gonna be so hard. It's so hard. It's, it is so hard. It's like a mental toll, really. It's, it's so hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a statistic for you guys Ooh. actually. Sixty percent. So, do you guys think? Do you guys think that long distance relationships last uh, are better? Yes. Like last longer or last so. less? Longer. I think so because I you're. I think the number one thing in relationships that hurts relationships is communication. All you do in long distance is communicate. Right. right. Through phone, through FaceTime. All you're literally all you're doing text. is getting to know the person. Like yeah. you can't do anything else. You can't hang out with them. You can't. You can't like, be physical. Spend time with you them. can't be like blinded by. Right. Being physical. Right. So all you're doing literally is just talking to them, getting to know them. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I don't know. Like. To be honest, when people ask me this question, long distance was so hard. I don't even know how you guys did the first five months. I did two months, and I, everybody around my whole family is like, is everything okay with Amy? Like, I was losing myself. I'm like, I don't even know if I like him anymore. I'm like, what if it's just all, like, a dream? Like, what if it doesn't even <laughs> And I overthought everything, and I think that's what a lot of people have issues with, yeah, is overthinking. Like, what if this person is, isn't even for me? Hmm. And so that was my problem. So I do think long distance is good. It, it's true. Distance does grow the far... Uh, <laughs> distance does grow your heart fonder to each other but at the same time i do think distance can make it or break it 100 percent. yeah well my whole thing was actually uh thinking about long distance i always assume that long distance relationships are actually more percentage of them don't turn out just for the because of the long distance fact but statistics show 60 percent of couples in long distance relationships have long-term successful results that's good. 60%. It's funny because a lot of people on the internet, when we were posting, we were long distance, they're like, watch, he's probably out there cheating or she's probably out there cheating. And I think that's a very secular viewpoint. Do people actually say that to me? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, but this is like like that's people wild. from social media. This has oh, nothing okay. to do with like my church community. Okay, it's okay. people from social media when we were posting the reels and they were all gotcha. blowing up and be like, he's probably out there cheating. And I'm all sitting there. I'm like, that's yeah, such that's a like random piece. Yeah, it's like a oh, secular okay. viewpoint. That's why people don't want to do long distance when you're from a secular standpoint mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. People do cheat. People are not faithful. And yeah. if you're sleeping around, if you already have done physical things with people, then that means mm-hmm. you can't like withstand you don't from have that. trust. Yeah. So for us, it was a little bit different because we grew up in a Christian community. And it's like for us, like we withstand from that. Yeah. Long distance yeah, takes a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. Like you're trusting that the other person is saving themselves for you. You know, they're not out there talking to random people. Um, but growing up in like a Christian community, <laughs> It's a lot easier to trust. I, I believe yeah. so, yeah. So. I would also say if you're in the t- same time zone, it's also a lot easier. <laughs> For instance, we were in the same West time Coasters. zone. So like 11 p.m., we would, we you would chat. You guys have the same and, schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same schedule so and everything. much easier. For you guys, it's different. Three mm-hmm. hours apart. And I would also say 
tickets were a lot cheaper for us too. I That's could go true. visit her every mm -hmm. two weeks, every three weeks, and it won't like break the bank too much because yeah. tickets, the cheapest tickets I ever found, yeah. was $69 one way. Oh my goodness. And it was an hour and a half flight for us. Yeah, you guys six hour flight. to what? And that's yeah. going to be like, what, 400? 400 bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh during during the, the six flight? months, um, six months before we moved down to Florida, well, I guess for Bible school and I moved down to Florida, during those six months, we only visited each other twice. Mm. For what I came down for Thanksgiving and then she I'd came down for Christmas. <clears throat> yeah. I don't even know if I And did then that, that so that's like five months where you guys completely did not mm -hmm. visit yeah. each other. Damn. And it was hard. I'm not gonna like lie to you and be like, oh sugar and sweet. Yeah, it was fine. Like we were like, should we even just keep doing this? Yeah. Like, I don't know this person. Right. That well. You know I what I mean? It's like so different. And that's valid, hundred percent. It's like you love this person, but you you it's so hard. You have different lives. You're going mm -hmm. to different youth. You're going to different youth. I'm going to different youth. You're going to different youth. And it's like, we are in, we probably talk to our coworkers more than we talk to each other. I'm like, maybe I know my coworker more. I'm like thinking, I'm like, what, what if I don't even know this guy? I think mm -hmm. overthinking plays a lot, but mm -hmm. I do think the thing that held us together is like you said, the communication constantly mm -hmm. FaceTime calls. It's like, okay, he's giving up hanging out with his buddies to go talk to me. And it's like, that's how you show, that's how you know that in the beginning of the relationship, someone's already sacrificing something for you. That's a green mm -hmm. flag. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's For true. Sure. Yeah, so question? to recap, pretty much on the long distance thing, if you're in the same time zone, it could work. It, it's it's a lot better. <laughs> if you're in separate time zones, it's going to be a lot harder. But mm -hmm. for, the, for right the right person, person it's, it's worth, worth it. it. There you go. All right, we got another question coming in. Um, what was the transition from dating to marriage like? Biggest challenges, biggest obstacles? The Off the bat, like you're going from spending um a certain time with this person to literally all the time with this person you know mm -hmm. like that was the coolest thing for me because we were coming from long distance so i knew what it was like to be apart for a long mm -hmm. time yeah and then you go into marriage where you're literally together all the mm -hmm. time and yeah. me and esther both have uh remote jobs so we're we're at home together so we work together um we do everything together basically you know mm -hmm. so going from basically never spending time together very limited to 99 percent together, together. it wild. was like for me it was dope it was awesome we i was never, like we never got sick of each other yeah. i know there's couples out there that are like they need oh, to go to I work need time yeah. i need time with my girls i need time with my guys we didn't have that we were mm -hmm. just kind of like like you're cool how i put it yeah. is you're literally with your best friend it's like a sleepover with your best friend <laughs> for the rest of your life Damn. like that's how yeah. it is that's a good point yeah <laughs> yeah um for us what was it for us the question was let's recap on the question real quick what was the transition from dating to marriage like? Oh, I want to actually one thing. Um, it's like you have a what's that? What's that thing called? Like a I don't know. It's like a whole new world opens up to you because mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. you're dating, like there's certain things you can't do. You can't do this. You can't do that. Or you're you're um, stuck at home and you know. Versus when you're married, it's like you have your own family now. You could pretty much do whatever you want mm -hmm. you Very set your rules you set your rules mm -hmm. um you know parents aren't there influencing you anymore you have to mm -hmm. set your own rules you have to set your own schedule you set everything and you set up how you want to live your life and it's so weird because you come you come from um being under parents mm -hmm. roof and following their rules to to going like literally wedding day and now you can do whatever you yeah, want. Especially yeah, especially so, so weird. Married so young. All of yeah. us are yeah. like I think the biggest thing is we're all 20. Someone who's older, I feel like, has a different they're, like, they're already, experience. Yeah. They already have that, like... Seclusion from their... Yeah, they move yeah. out yeah. and all that. But for us, it's like we for shifted us, we from got pushed mom, life. dad, to living by ourselves, paying for everything. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it was so different. 
but it was healthy. Yeah, it was. It was very healthy. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing is, you're basically you're coming from two families, right? Two different traditions, two different mm -hmm. lifestyles, and then you get to take the best things from each family and make it your own. Yeah. Like you're yeah. making your own family the best way, like you see. You know, mm -hmm. you could drop like if you don't like what your parents did, um, certain things, how they raised you, blah blah. blah you can leave that out and take the good things and make yeah. it your own. You and know? make it your own, yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, what was it like for you guys moving to Florida, starting a new life here in Florida? Well, I guess for you, it's the same. <laughs> yeah. um, for me, I enjoyed every second of it. I mean, every time I would visit Florida, um, I enjoyed it so much. And then when we were living in Jax for a bit, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I definitely didn't want to stay in Jax, though. I knew that Jax mm -hmm. was just temporary and Northport was going to be a future. It was more between, like, Washington and Florida. But, yeah. like, every time I visited Washington, I became legit depressed. I, I would get sick and I'm like, this, I it's don't think this is the yeah. place yeah. for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, Florida girl got to stay in and Florida. And it just seemed like, yeah, David flourished more here. Yeah. With, like, the people yeah. and, like. He fit job. in with your guys' youth yeah, so well. Yeah, in. with the youth and everything. And so, I, yeah. I already knew some people too. Like, I knew Esther's cousins and yeah. everything. So I already had friends here. He had deep connections already. Yeah. So. yeah. If, if Esther was to move to Flor uh, to Washington with me, like, she would legit have to completely have new friends, meet new people. Mm -hmm. New church. A new whole new life, new church, everything. Like, and for her, she's been in Florida her whole, whole life. So that would have been a complete different shit. Yeah. Like, I'm, and I'm not the type of person to, like, adapt well yeah. to new places. Like, it, it, I think it would have taken such a bad toll on me. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. think we made the right decision there. And even with me in Washington with her, she still would have felt lonely because she's yeah. away from her family. Yeah. She's away from all her friends. She's away from mm -hmm. everything she knew. Yeah. But for me, on the flip side, like, I already made the transition to, like, going to... Jacksonville for Bible college for a whole yeah, year. Yeah, you know? the two years that we were dating was basically SMBS and then IDT right yeah. after, like just Bible school back. Yeah. Back. So I was already like out of my comfort mm -hmm. zone. I was already out of right. like disconnected with uh, my family. I was already like a long way away. So for me to move to Northport, um, like, what is it? Um, to actually like, move to Northport, like to live there, mm -hmm. it was a way easier transition for me than it would have been for Esther to move to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Amy went through that twice. You were talking about the whole parents thing. Amy mm -hmm. went through that twice in Washington. You moved to Washington, went away from your family, and all you had was my family. Mm -hmm. And then we moved to Florida, and now we both don't have our family. Well, except for David, but we both don't have your family. So what was it like for you to to move to Washington, not have your family, and then just when you're getting, like, friends with, acquainted with our, or mm -hmm. not acquainted, like, friends with my family, and you're, you're, like, loving them, you love hanging out with them and everything, and now we have to move to Florida again, and you have to start all over again. What was that like for you? It was so hard. It was so hard. I grew up not emotional. And so for me, like the whole experience, I was very emotional. I was like, oh my goodness, because you have, everyone is new around you. Your family was totally new to me because we were in long distance. I didn't get to know them as well. So when we mm -hmm. moved to Washington, the first year of marriage, I like didn't know who I even was. And that's so hard because you're trying to build your relationship between each other as a married couple. He's totally new to me. Like we dated, but I'm telling you, dating and marriage are two different They're worlds. And mm -hmm. I always tell people that are dating that marriage is not everything that you make it out to be. Marriage is, it's beautiful, but it's going to, it's going to build you as a person. and It will tear you down too, because you are, this person is constantly around you. This person is, they're your rock. And at the same time, you can't make this person your identity. 
And so for me moving to Washington, being around a whole new family, not having my like parents, not having my sisters, not having my like best friends that I grew up with, not even being around my church, it was so hard. It really like bro broke me down. And then a, like a couple months went by, I was more open to, I was like, okay, the weather sucks, but I'm just going to suck it up, you know? <laughs> like it was constantly raining. I looked at the statistics of Washington depression in Oregon. It was so high. Mm -hmm. Suicidal rates are high. And I'm like, I finally understand what it feels like to be depressed. And I'm like, and I literally went through that and I was like, this is so weird. And so I started praying about it and I was like, Lord, please help me because I'm being a negative Nancy. I remember, I remember John was like, oh my gosh, I, we probably made the wrong decision moving here. Like, I don't even, what's wrong with you? Like, because I didn't know I was losing a part of myself. I'm like, I'm not as happy as I was. And I was like, oh my goodness. And it's like so hard. It's like your first year of marriage. I'm like, what if we're not compatible for each other? But change, change is hard, but change is healthy. Mm. And so then I finally got comfortable in Washington. And here comes John. Oh my gosh, we should move to Florida. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? And when we told his parents, they were also like, oh, that's so soon. Like, it's only been a year. And, and John was so set in stone. No, like Florida. Like, there, no, like we met in Florida. There's, there's a beauty of Florida. Like, we well, all we already want to move to Florida in the well, future. What else pulled you to it like so much? Because I knew like there was a date, and then you guys kept sooner, sooner, sooner. Yeah. Sooner. Oh my gosh, it was because well, of you. <laughs> well, no, my date, my date was always by um, fall to move to Florida, mm -hmm. and then she was like, "Well, let's make let, we'll, we'll go." January. I was like, "We could push it." I was like, January. "We could push it," because I got so comfortable. I ended up loving mm -hmm. your sisters, loving just the atmosphere of the people in Washington. I ended up loving it, and. Just the weather was a huge thing. Yeah. I, I do think even when we visited Washington this last December, it was so hard for me. I literally got sick for like two days. I expected Esther to get sick. She didn't even get sick. I got sick and I was like, oh my gosh, Washington's like spitting me out. Like, so I think, I do think that it's good we moved to Florida, but it's still, it's very hard to transition um, going from Cali to Washington to Florida. Now I moved and I'm like, Wow, now I have to get used to more new people and it's constantly changed, but I've seen myself grow a lot. I'm not gonna lie, it was so hard. So to the people that move long distance, when you are long distance, another thing that I think we should brush up on is moving from family. David could relate, because Esther, you like your family's near, but David's mm -hmm. like not around his family. You're not around your family, but you just transitioned from being out of your family a couple mm -hmm. months ago. Me, I haven't been next to my family for about a year and a half. Oh my gosh, it's so it sucks. So long distance, I do think that's something you have to consider if you're the type of person that is ready for that huge shift in mm -hmm. your life to be around, to be, not be around your family anymore. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. because for the long distance person, I mean, you guys can only live in one spot. So if you're long distance, one of you guys is going to have to sacrifice your family. And that's huge. Yeah. So the person who makes that sacrifice, like, Two thumbs up to them. Like, that's huge. It's hard. It's a huge sacrifice. And a lot of people say, well, you get married, you're making your own family. That's understandable. But you're so used, you're not used mm -hmm. to marriage. You're used to just maybe even dating. Maybe you guys dated for a couple of years. Dating and marriage, like, I will brush upon it once again. Two different worlds. So I do think that that's something you need to consider in a long-distance relationship is be ready to have the shift between not being next to all of your close people that you grew up to because mm -hmm. it's, it's going to be hard. I would say pray for it, fast for it, because it's a huge shift. Yeah. And um, going off that too, 
But our our whole goal was to go to Florida too. Remember, like whenever we were dating and whenever we we, we were loved in Maryland, we weather. loved Florida. We loved to. Like, we would always be always in the rain about Florida, by the yeah. ocean. It's like that's her. That's her. That, yeah, that place. was always our goal. So the first chance we got to move to Florida, we we saw the home prices in Washington. We saw the home prices in Florida, and we're like, nope. No, no, no. no. So we, we saw. Oh, we saw the Ca- home prices in California Cali. Yeah. and Washington home prices in for Florida. couples our age. I don't know how people are doing it. Yeah. I genuinely don't know how it's possible in today's economy to buy a home in California and Washington. Even though people say, oh, the prices are going to eventually drop. You could just rent. Even rent is insane mm-hmm. in yeah. those states. I understand maybe rent's crazy here in Florida. But it's just insane because when we saw the drastic comparison between Florida and Washington, we didn't even look into Washington no, we California anymore. We're like, nope. Nope. We're going to Florida. So the first mm-hmm. chance we got to go to Florida, which was a year in, we, we decided to take that chance. And how are we liking it now? I love it. Personally, I love Florida. I mean, <laughs> I always called my, David knows, I always called myself Florida man from like the get-go. As soon as <laughs> I came here. He literally had a hoodie that said yeah, Florida Sam, man. Sam Grigorenko, shout out, shout made out me a Florida man hoodie. And I always wore that. Mm-hmm. Amy was like, man, how, how I was many so times are you going to wear this hoodie? So over it. Did always, you throw it away? No, it's still in my closet. <laughs> that's, that's like a tradition. When you're going to Washington, you always bring that Florida man hoodie. Yeah, you got to bring it You got to bring it on. Wear it in the airport. Wear it on the plane. Oh my God. Yeah. I represent. Tradition. I was over it. It was too much for me. I was like, oh. Sam, bro, good stuff. Sam. Good stuff, Sam. Sam, you gotta, you gotta sell those. You do have to sell those. We'll have Sam on the podcast soon. Yes, mm. Sam will tell the story how he came up with the idea. Yeah. Um, questions for ladies. What is it like marrying twins? Ooh. Oh my gosh! If I, I get like, one more question, do you ever get them mixed up? Do you ever get them mixed up? What, what happens if I say yes? Like, what do you expect me to say? Other yeah. Than, oh, like it's so weird being married to twins. Oh my gosh. I mean, this was a highly, highly yeah, asked question. Yeah, everyone wanted to know. It's not that crazy, to be honest. It's really, it's Me and Esther, crazy. we've always been able to tell you guys apart mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Never, yeah. never. And another thing is like, well, did you like, were you trying to decide? No, like you gravitate towards a person. I feel yeah. like it was so natural. Never once was I like, hmm. I feel like, you know? Well, yeah, never, like, that's really never. Weird. Yeah, someone always says, they're like, did you mix them up? Or why didn't you go for David? Why, why Johnny? Right. And I was like, genuinely? I never even looked David's way during Bible college. Right. Like, for me, it was always like, something's different about Johnny. And everyone's like, what about their like looks? I personally think that you guys look they different. They look so different. Yeah, like, definitely. and the older you guys get, you guys start looking different. Like, your styles change. They look the are... same only when they were, like, little, little. And when yeah. they were, like, preteens. Probably. Yeah. Like, at 12 that's years it. old, that's when we started kind yeah. of branching off. The styles were yeah. a little different. And your personalities are different and the same, but mm-hmm. you guys are two different people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is funny to think, though, it's like twins are so interesting. And mm-hmm. it's like, I did marry twins. Like, that's so interesting that there's yeah. another year. I know. I forget because walking of around. Twins. Everyone, like, never in my life was I thinking, I'm going to get, like, how weird would it be to get married to a twin? It just happens. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, just, to me, you guys are two different people. I don't even see you guys as twins, yeah. to be honest. Except, except when you guys talk. And yeah, I'm like, whoa, the their voices. Their are voices similar. are the same. Yeah, me and Esther always said, like, the voices. Or when you guys dress the same and you guys are standing, like, to your backs, I'm like, I'm like looking, I'm like. <laughs> do a quick take. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, I know, I know John. I'm like, oh, that's not John. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember um, when you guys just moved down here. Um, hold up. Backtrack a little bit. Oh, Backtrack a little bit. stories at church. Okay, I, we'll talk about yeah. that. Um, when me, so John was living in Washington with Amy, and then me and Esther were living in Florida. And... I remember like forgetting completely that I, I even have a twin. Like yeah. I just remember John, like that, that's a brother, you know? Yeah. That's it. Like sometimes I for, completely forget that I even have mm-hmm. a twin, you know? And uh, when I moved to Florida, a lot of people didn't know I have a twin. 
Mm-hmm. And that so was got to know that a was kind of kinda, yeah that was kind of the way like people back in the day would know us they'd be like oh that's the twins that's the twins yeah. like, that's mm-hmm. the first thing people would know about that's twins. like your identity yeah mm-hmm. exactly exactly when I moved here no one really knew that so it was just like me you know and then when John moved down here um, no one really knew how to twin and then the first time John and Amy were gonna come down to church right they were yeah. gonna come down and visit our church to see if they liked it. Me and Esther, for some reason, couldn't show up that day. And they were about to go by themselves. Oh and gosh. I remember I remember thinking, hold up. Maybe it's not a good idea for them to go. Just in case, like, they walk in, people are going to think that John is me. Because yeah. they've never seen John never before. Seen John. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have no idea who he is. So they're going to think David walked in with some random girl. <laughs> and Esther's dad is, like, one of the main pastors. Yeah. So right away, they would be like, the drama. He's gone. cheating. He's the cheating. Rumors. You know, like the rumors, oh everything. Gosh. So it would have been crazy. So we're like, all right, to let's let's be. wait. Let's wait till like all of us can go at the same time, so people can see that there's John and David. And like a people. soft launch. Yeah, you know? exactly. Funny yeah. story. I was at K and K Bakery. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I was at K and K Bakery, and I was talking to one of the girls there. Um, she was giving me my buckle of all. She's like, "Oh, you're you're David's brother, yeah?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then she was like, "Yeah." Literally, when you guys walked in the first time. I literally thought you were David and David was walking in with some other girl and now he was like no. cheating or something. Oh, <laughs> That's oh crazy. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's a real Wait, thing. the Dang. story at the sushi restaurant. Tell that one. Oh, That's yeah. So Wait, which one is this? We go to the with sushi Seba, restaurant with Seba. Shout out. Oh, my Seba. gosh. <laughs> shout out, Seba. So we, we go to the... Seba cleaned our house. Ladies, he's single. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Seba, Seba, Yo, Seba Realtor on Instagram, right? Um, no, it's... it's uh, Realtor Seba. Right here. Realtor. Seba. Realtor Seba. Yep. Realtor Great guy. Seba. Um, paid for us. Paid, paid for our sushi, by the way. He Shout will out. buy and sell your house. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so we so we go to this sushi place, and as we're walking in, we see this huge table of just Slavic people sitting at the oh table gosh, all around. And you so, can spot them from a mile yeah, away. Yeah. So me and Amy <laughs> walk in, and we're going to our table, and all I see is just them all breaking their necks at us, just. Like, you know, Slavics. Just, yeah. just like no all in a line, just boop, like everyone's head oh just like gosh. this. And I'm like, bro, why are they all looking at us? And I look to Amy, mm-hmm. like, why are they looking at us, you know? And um, No, Sieva, <clears throat> Sieva goes, do you know them? Yeah, right? And I'm, like, and I'm all like, no. I don't know. So we sit down and they're still all looking at us. And one of the guys goes, David. And I'm he like, goes, David. Oh, David. And I, I don't hear him. And then he's like, and then he finally makes eye contact with me. He's like, are you David's brother? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And this is like in the middle it's of like a public of, like, sushi restaurant. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we went to missions together and whatnot. And everyone's like, oh, okay, so he's a brother. And it was, it was yeah, it was pretty But it was like a solid five minutes that they're all like, they're like, oh, like, like right? Oh, he's coming in yeah. like with a new, because they only know David, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm so all like, was, yeah. John. And I remember making, I'm like, John. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, those, I think those this people are from their church. Yeah. 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 So it was actually a pretty big thing. Yeah, if mm-hmm. Northport was bigger, I feel like this wouldn't be such a big deal. But, like, the Slavic community is so tight-knit in Northport oh, yeah. that yeah. everyone knows everyone, you know? <clears throat> so, yeah. something out of the ordinary, everyone's like, what is going on? Like, I remember um, when we would all go to church together, after we'd be done, like, I would walk up to someone, shake their hand, and then John would come right after me and shake their hand. And they'd be like, wait, what? what? What's going on? And we'd yeah. have at least, like, five encounters like that every yeah. single Sunday service. A lot of people were confused at first. Yeah. yeah it's pretty funny. Yeah. Good times. All right. Here's another big question. Do we regret getting married young? No. Do we regret missing out on our youth? Clickbait. What do you mean? <laughs> what, what are we missing out on? Yeah, I know. What are we missing? Yeah. I feel like... I feel like my life started when I got married. I had so much more fun at, like, when yeah. I'm married now. You get married, yeah. you, you feel like your life just gets better. 
Yeah, I mean, you could do pretty much whatever you want. You could go on trips together. You could go, dude, yeah. it's like a huge playbook just opens up and you could. Yeah, but that's not shaming the single people. Like, yeah. I do yeah, think yeah. that there's a misconception in the Slavic community of if you're not married, what are you doing? Yeah, Where are you that's at? That's true. No, I do believe that there's a beauty of singleness. Like, also in the Bible, it speaks about the beauty of singleness. I do believe that once you get married to the right person in the right time, mm-hmm. your life does open up in a new season that it would never open up before. And I do believe married people, well, cause we they grow talk- a lot more. We're talking about it. Like, I was not planning. Oh, I touched my mic. I was not planning on getting married. Like, I didn't, I did not, I did not want anything to do with it. And Until like 25. A month. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm 25. I'm just saying I'll be traveling, doing the girl boss thing. Yeah. And then I meet David. I feel like people who, that's all they want. They're constantly pining after someone. They become desperate and they yeah. don't look in the right places. Yeah. 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 I feel like people think that once you get married, your life gets limited. Mm. But a it, lot of it doesn't. That. It doesn't get limited. Because, you got to change your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. You have to change your mindset. Um, on opposite, life opens up. Yeah. Life mm-hmm. opens up. You, you're you're finally starting to like grow a legacy with the yeah. person you love when you, you know? marry the right person yeah. that's the right that's, that's the difference that's i do key. i don't know how other people some people describe marriage in a negative perspective because mm-hmm. of what they've been through mm-hmm. for us praise god it's not that mm-hmm. that just shows comes to show that we allowed god to enter our marriage and have his way i do believe that god is the like the it goes god man and then woman i do think that's a beautiful like representation of how mm-hmm. it should be because a lot of people in the secular aspect, they believe once you get married, your life, oh, like, I'm, you get my, that's down. my goal in my 30s is to get married, make mm-hmm. a whole family American dream. But I do believe once you get married young, it's so amazing. It's just, it's just different. I do think a lot of people don't be scared. It is something new, mm-hmm. but it's so exciting. Yeah. And when you're young, you still haven't really built, like, your personality. You haven't, like, fully... Um, found who you are yeah you're still kind of figuring it out so when two people get married young they both figure out together you kind of mold you in grow, yeah you mold you in mold together into each other yeah not not because the longer you wait the more you form your character the more mm-hmm. you form your personality more like who you are yeah. you become more independent right so then when these two people um get together that are very independent very like it's already per, like molded together. as their own yeah. and then they try like getting together it's a lot harder for them to connect yeah on the flip side, when you marry young, you're still very for, uh, formidable, right? Is that the word? Yeah. You're more flexible. More flexible, yeah. So you grow together, you malleable. mold it together. Malleable, exactly. You, you mold it together, um, and it's way easier to connect. You yeah. literally become mm-hmm. one, like exactly. the Bible says. Yeah. You, you separate from your parents, and you become one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Once you get married young, it is much, much easier to, like you say, form into each mm-hmm. other. Because when you're young, you don't have so much of your life figured out yet. Exactly. So you're con- mm-hmm. you're continually yeah. trying to figure it out together. Yes, it's going to be hard. Sometimes it's like, oh, but I'm not like that. Well, I don't want to do that. That's okay. You come to a middle ground versus when you got you become older. I don't want to say in age, but once you become older, for example, now you have a lot more in life set up. And then this person shows up in your life and you're like, mm-hmm. how do oh, I fit them in? How do I try yeah. to like adjust them to my life? Oh no, you do it that way. I want it this way. And if you're stubborn, if you have a more, I believe, outspoken character, it's going to be a lot more difficult. I'm stubborn. I have an outspoken character. But the more I realize, I'm like, hey, I need to adjust. I need to sacrifice. And that's okay. And I do believe that's helped me grown, grow a lot more. Have you guys gotten, sorry to cut you off, but have you guys gotten any, like, I can already hear people thinking like, oh, well, this is their first year of marriage. Yeah. Have you gotten that? Like, well, 
it's good now. Like, just wait until oh, yeah. just wait. Got, I, oh, yeah. My I've gotten that. I've gotten someone like, <laughs> okay, that makes yeah. Sense. There have been people oh, yeah. that are like, well, you guys are just married. You don't really know your husband yet. And I'm like, I think I think it's a, it's a mindset that people need to change. Um, yeah. They say like, oh, there's a honeymoon phase, whatever. The more the more you spend time with someone, once you get married, the more you spend time with them, as the years go on, if everything's going right, you're going to fall more and more and more and more and more in love with them. Yeah. So by the time you're 40, you're going to be way more in love than when you just got married. 100%. You're, that honeymoon phase is going to be even deeper. Yeah. If, you're, if everything's doing right, if you're, if you're um, loving each other correctly, then yeah, it's going to continue going, 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 going. You're going to continue to fall deeper, deeper, deeper in love with them yeah. because you just have so much more of a connection with them. Yeah, you know? 100%. Yeah, and I want to talk about the other part too about that. Um, when when you get married, people think, oh, they got married, they they disappeared, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. I I hundred percent guarantee you that if you reached out to your friends that are married right now, and just be like invited them, like if you're a single person and you mm-hmm. think, oh, once they got married, they disappeared, reach out to those people and like invite them over for dinner or, or go out to lunch with them or them. Dude, they're gonna mm-hmm. appreciate that because. Yeah. It seems like once you get married, like all your single friends mm-hmm. just kind of stop hanging out with you or think, oh, yeah. they're busy or yeah, they don't want to hang out. Like, have their time. They don't mm-hmm. want to hang out with us or yeah. whatever. But that's not the case. Like we love to hang out with yeah. our single friends. Like it's super nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, we were really worried about that. So we made sure like Mimi and David had this talk. Like we have to be involved in youth. Like we have to yeah. invite our single friends over, like yeah. have a space where they can like hang out together. Like, that was really important for us because we don't want to lose those relationships. But at the same time, there's a certain point where you want, like, married friends and yeah. also single friends. I think yeah. there's a good balance. I think if you're just with yeah. single friends, it could take a toll on you personally. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a good balance there. Well, because it's, yeah, it's a whole different season, too, in your life. And so once you do get married, I put a strong emphasis. Don't just drop all your single friends. Mm-hmm. Still hang out with them. But also make it a, a goal to try to get as many new married friends as yeah. possible yeah. because you're in the same season. yeah you're in the same season. you need role models yeah too you need you need older 100%. couples that could uh, pour into you yeah. um that can kind of give you advice and show you all right maybe don't do mm-hmm. this do this like this is what we do you know um just give you advice honestly yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah another thing i wanted to mention real quick when people say um when people are like it's wrong to get married young like they're like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to get my job, get my family to set up. I'm going to buy a car, buy a house, all this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to look for someone that's yes. Some people are different. Like they need to do that. Um, I understand that some, uh, some people's life paths will be different, you know, like, yeah, maybe you'll find someone in your thirties. You'll find someone in 35, like you, the right one will be 40, you know, mm-hmm. on and on and on. But if that's like a mindset you're stuck to, like I will only get married once I'm 30 or once I have a house, once I have a car, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Finances should not be a reason to not get married yeah. um, or even age or even not having a house. It, in my, in my opinion, I think you guys would agree with this is it would be better for you to get married and then buy a house together, buy a car together, build, build your life together, you know, mm-hmm. like start a business together, you know, instead of like putting these, um, prerequisites or uh yeah. standards that i have to meet and then i could get married that's the wrong mindset yeah. because if you look at the point of view from the person that's joining that person that already in a word made it has a house has multiple mm-hmm. cars has a successful business or successful job or whatever if you look at the perspective from that person it's like okay where do they fit in now yeah mm-hmm. because it's like okay well technically this isn't 
to, to like my house this it's is it mine. like this yeah. is their house or i'm kind of i'm trying to fit in somewhere it's yeah i feel like it's really hard for that person that's trying to yeah. go there because yeah. they can't give their input because they didn't buy this they didn't yeah. buy all those cars they didn't buy this house so i i feel like there would be conflict in there. on the flip side if you grow a business together if you buy a house together like literally you guys did that together you guys bought all that together that made a bond over yeah there. instead of like someone coming in with a bunch of money a house everything like that and then the other person comes in and they're like well well, you have no say. Like, I made all this myself. I bought all this myself. And know? then that's going to be a problem, problem later in life. Yeah. But that's not for everyone. Like, yeah. some people some people do work out. Like, if the person that bought all that stuff, if the new person comes in and they're hey, what's mine is yours, which is how marriage should be. What's mine is yours. Yeah. Um, you know, we're mm-hmm. both making decisions now. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Which I do cool. understand the whole financial aspect, bringing up finances, because that is, I mean, there is a lot of statistics right now due to, a lot of people getting divorced and it has a, a huge chunk of that is due to finances yeah. being a problem. So I understand the people that are worried, especially being a man, your need to provide. Mm-hmm. So I understand the whole finances is stressful, but I will say you need to trust the Lord and you need to yes. make the Lord yeah. above it all. Because mm-hmm. once, you know, there's a Bible verse, um, man plans his ways, but the Lord directs, directs his steps. And I do think that is very, very true especially in our lives where we are planning, we're planning, but we know that the Lord's going to direct us. And Mm -hmm. I do believe like once you make God a priority in your life, Mm -hmm. he will set everything up. And also Matthew 6, 33, what is that one verse? Uh, Seek first the kingdom of God and all of this will be added unto you. Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah, I believe that is very important. So that's what I will say to all the people that have the stress of finances. Trust the Lord and he will eventually direct your steps. Yeah. Like opportunity is going to open up. Um, Plus, like when you get married and at that point, like you just have to make it work. Like something just clicks in your mind. You're like, all right, um, it's I'm me and my provider. wife now. Yeah, yeah. It's me and my wife now. Like I have to make it work, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to find a job. I got to do this. Like I got to pay for the house, pay for the car, you know, mm-hmm. insurance, all this stuff. And it's like, you'll, you'll figure it out. Like, it's at that stressful point, because yeah. it's I mean, such I a think, huge shift, I think, but you'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason I think why we're all sitting here today is because of God. Like ultimately... I yeah. have seen him work so much in yeah. our marriage and in our relationship. Amen. That's yeah. the most I've seen him work like in my life personally. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. don't stress. God's got you. If he wants you to marry that person, he will make it, make it happen. He will make it work. Amen to that. Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone always says, oh, you guys bought a house so young. That's so stressful. This and that. I guarantee this be, buying a home was very stressful because of our out of being out of state mm-hmm. home you know, buyers, like our loan was very stressful just because we were out of state. But I do think that if I didn't lean on the Lord, if we didn't lean on the Lord, the sh- like it, none of it would have been possible because there was times where um, our lenders were like, well, we don't know if this is going to go through because this and that. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know what, Lord, if you want us to be in Florida, you will make it happen. I'm not going to try to make things happen on our own because initially that's mm-hmm. what happened. I was like, we need this house. We need this. You know, like we've been fighting yeah. for this. We've been doing this. And, and it's me, me, me. We've been doing this. And now it's like, okay, God, I'm giving this to you. If we lose it, you know, it's up to you. And I do believe that there's a beauty of giving everything up to the Lord. It's hard because us humans, we want to control everything. And especially in marriage, it's like you want to control everything. But the second you're like, you know what? You let the Lord speak into your marriage. You let the Lord. You li- It's like you, your husband, and the Lord. That's always, mm-hmm. I think that's such a beauty in the structure that I was talking about earlier. It's God, men, and woman. Mm-hmm. And it's not that 
my husband's more authoritative than me and he's going to tell me what to do. It's not that because I think that's a misconception of women. Like, why is the man above me? It's like, listen, it's not that because I do believe once you have a guy, like, um, what do they say? Um, a man of God, mm -hmm. um, a mog or what is it? <laughs> I don't know what they say, they say but it's like, um, you have to find, you have to find somebody that loves the Lord and he's never going to put you in a, you're the woman because he knows the structure where it falls. God is above everything and God is above us. Mm -hmm. And I do believe there's a beauty of having the man of your marriage, the man of your home, you know, be the leader. There's mm -hmm. a, there's a beauty of it. And it's not this authority. You can't do this. You can't, it's not like that at all. All right, let's go into um, another big question was lessons in one year of marriage. Mm. We've been wow. married so short. So all the people that have been married know, for like 20 right? years, we don't know as much as you guys, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I, I do want to say I mean, we got disclaimer. some experience on that. Yeah, we have some, yeah, we have some experience. Some experience but I don't want to go on record saying we know at all. Yeah, we do know? not yeah. know. Like, we're still learning. We're still growing. I mean, we'll tell you what we've learned from just one year. But, I mean, we're we're always learning. <laughs> we're going to constantly be learning our whole marriage. Yeah. So, you guys got anything? <laughs> I got something. I got something. You have to come with a mindset to serve the other person. Yeah. Like, yes. that's got to be... That's got to be a priority. Like... It's not about you. You can't be selfish in, in a marriage. You can't be selfish. That's you can't so be thinking, big. all right, well, what can she do for me? What can she do for me? What, well, she's got to cook. She's got to do this. She's got to do this. Like making a list. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Change your mindset. Be like, what can I do for her? Amen. You know? Yeah. Like, all right, if she's having an off day, I'll help with the dishes, you know? Like, I'll do that. Like, that's not a problem. Um, I'll help vacuum, whatever. Like, whatever it is, like, what can I do for her? How can I make her mm -hmm. feel better? How can I make Amen. her feel loved? What can I do for her? to just like have her be relaxed or something like that you know mm -hmm. and on the flip side when she sees that she's gonna want to serve you even more yeah. as well yeah you that, know? that's what i was gonna say like people talk about sacrifice, sacrifice. it sounds so bad and so hard like, yeah marriage is so like hard. i have to give up all everything. you have to do is sacrifice it doesn't feel like sacrifice because the other person sacrifices yeah yeah it just that's so far it it like equals out you don't feel like you're putting any like work like yeah. in because the other person would gladly do the they same always thing meet you. you halfway exactly yeah. it's the beauty of marriage yeah. Yeah. another big thing communication 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 yes. in yes. everything yes. over communicate mm -hmm. dude i can't tell you how many times like there would be things like we're talking about and then like we miss miss miscommunicate miscommunicate and it's just like a problem for no reason you know yeah it's like, why did you say that? Well, I didn't really mean it that way or, but it's because we didn't communicate, you know, it's like, oh, I, I just thought you already knew that. It's like, what? You know, like, why would I know that? And it's like, sometimes you think like, oh, but I thought that's also a thing. It's like, I'm a female. He's a male. Obviously we think differently, you know, females, we can multitask, you know, so <laughs> I know a lot of males are like, I, I'm pretty right. sure a lot of males, like they can multitask in different ways, but females were very quick on our feet as well. And men are but we're we're differently quick on our feet if that makes mm -hmm. sense mm -hmm. yeah your guys minds were completely different than ours. like they're doing something if you try to talk to them don't even try yeah it. it's like what they're not you ignoring know? you they just they literally can't we're in our box we're in our box <laughs> he literally uh, says women have noodle brains explain why women do have noodle brains this is how a female's brain works how i think it works <laughs> anyway <laughs> and this is not negative <laughs> 
their brains are like this, you know, it's just, you start with one topic, right? And you don't finish the topic and you go into the next topic. And then you're talking about something else. And then you completely talk about something else. And, and then- And then you bring sixth, up something else. Sixth conversation. And then, oh, out of nowhere, you go jump back to the second conversation, you finish that one. And then you jump back to the 15th conversation, you finish that yeah. one. And it's just like all of this and within two hours, you could talk about 17 different mm -hmm. topics and get nowhere or get somewhere from the first <laughs> topic. And it's just like all like this, you know? Whereas guys' brains are like compartmentalized. We'll start one topic, we'll finish the topic, we'll move on. Yeah. We'll start one topic, mm -hmm. finish this topic, we'll move on. We're on our computer, we're working, we'll finish it, we'll move on to the other ones. Mm -hmm. If we're on our if we're on a on a task and we're zoomed into this task, if a woman is telling us to do something <laughs> or asking us something, we bro, we're not even gonna hear her. <laughs> we're just we're just on our thing, you know, doing our thing. And then she's like, Did you hear me? I'm like, Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Were you, did you talk? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Literally yeah. like that. And so. some, some women I know, I've had conversations with women, like, they're like, does he even hear me? It's not that. It's just the way they're wired. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah, so it it's good like to that. figure out early on in marriage. Yeah, so always over-communicate about everything, about finance. Okay, if you're, mm. if you're saving up for something, tell that to her. If you paid the bill on a credit card, Tell her that so that she's not using the money from the account so that when the right. when the um, bill gets paid, it doesn't like uh, over, overdraft. Yeah. Or yeah. You have to communicate about everything. Hey, Amy, on the 15th, I, I'm paying the credit card bill. Yeah. Or hey, mm -hmm. on the on the 14th, we have the house bill or you're whatever. you're a team. You're, you're a, a team. team. Always over uh, communicate. Amy, um, or Amy's like, hey, we, we, we should buy this thing. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, we should buy this thing. When can we afford it? What, what not, you know? Yeah. Always talk about everything. Um, John. I do the dishes, you cook the food. Or right. I cook the food, you do the yeah. dishes. Mm -hmm. Always communicate about everything. So just, you guys are always... Yeah, the John always says this. You're a team. You're a team. You, we're we a team. team Amy, mm. you can't, like, you can't say that because we're a team. You're putting me down. or And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I'm not on my own oh, anymore. Oh, that's another big thing. Yeah, so you guys are a team. Mm. Never, ever put the other person down mm -hmm. in front of other people. Never, ever. Right. That's a mm -hmm. big, that's a big no one. That's a big Big one, yeah. no, no. Because, yeah. I mean, I feel like we see it happen so often. And it's, like, awkward. You're, like, it's so yeah. awkward. That's so true. You know, and you never want to put, like, embarrass a person. Yeah, so. Especially in front of other people. Like, that's. Yeah, always, that's if you, if always you guys are the team, it's you guys against everyone mm -hmm. else. If, if there's an issue or if there's something that you want to say out in public or, like, you want to just quickly, like, you have this thought about putting them down or something like that, yeah. you know? Pause, stop, don't say anything. Just keep smiling. Once you get home, discuss it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Explain it in private, not in public, mm -hmm. not in front of a bunch of people. <clears throat> no outbursts in front of people, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pause, just remember, okay, I want to talk to them about this. Um, or if they're like, or you guys are arguing out in public, be like, all right, let's discuss this at home. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. just pause, let's discuss this at home. Mm -hmm. Go home, discuss it there in private. Yeah. That that's no one else's business except your guys. Yeah, because yeah. I think if you normalize putting your partner down, even if it's in a joking way, like mm -hmm. oh haha, he does oh you know, and I think once you start normalizing that type of behavior, it will eventually become normal and mm -hmm. it's toxic, and mm -hmm. other people will chime in. Oh yeah, he does this. Oh you know, and mm -hmm. I do not think that other people should be getting into your relationship also chiming into that. I do believe you need to support your spouse if someone is trying to put your spouse down in a very nonchalant way no cut it off and mm -hmm. you support them you're always because like john always says you guys are the same way you all you've got is each other yeah and if what do you always say you always say if you don't got me no one else got me oh yeah that's true no there's been so many times where like someone even jokes uh, like 
jokingly says something about me or something, and Amy's so quick to come back right at them or, or yeah. defend me. Because I'm so like a pit bull. I'm like, dude, try me. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, a little funny. bit of my hood ghetto this will come out. I'm like, you do not know where I come from. The main that's streets that, of Roseville. That's yeah, that's, that's like, Sack Town special. Yeah, so, and my sister, thank, shout out to Ella. She's always corrected me when we were getting, like, when we were, um, because my parents, you know, your parents raise you, but your siblings do have a big effect on who you become in the future, I do believe, when they're around you. Mm -hmm. And so Ella would always be like, Amy, you can't say that. Oh, that was so out of pocket. Oh, my goodness, Amy. Like, I, she understands my character and how I'm a little bit more outspoken, but she's like, mm -hmm. other people don't understand that about you. And so Johnny, when I met him, I was like, wow, he understands that I'm a little bit more outspoken. He knows how to um, kind of level with me. And so mm -hmm. I do think that's important because a lot of other people be like, she's too much. She's too much. But yeah. he understood that. And another mm -hmm. thing is about the respecting. So women need love and men need respect. And the whole part about that respecting for the men is like um, a lot of times men just for some reason they are able to communicate well. Yeah. So if for some reason the wife is like putting them down or something, the, the guy won't even like process it or, or wouldn't even think that she's putting him down, but he feels it. And, and for some reason he's like, man, no, I, my life's just like a drag. It's like everyone's just against me, you know, there's no one mm -hmm. for me. And, and it's just that kind of like yeah. undermining and he won't even notice it until it's pretty much subconsciously. Yeah, yeah, yeah subconsciously. Subconsciously. I would definitely like recommend for everyone to read the book Love and Respect. Yeah, Love and yeah. Respect. Yeah. Who is it by? It literally covers it. I don't know. Who's it I by don't know the name. It was a couple that you can like, put it down here. got together and wrote right. it. Also, another great book, um, Before You Get Married, before you even start dating, honestly, this is oh, a great this book. This book is fire. <clears throat> this is a great book. It's called um, For Men Only. Yes. For Men Only. For guys, read that one. And then there's another one for women only. And yes. women, you read that one. Mm -hmm. It's basically explaining the other gender. It's really cool because it shows you exactly how they think and um, and how you're supposed to react to help them. It, it, Christian authors. Yeah, Christian authors. Really good mm -hmm. book. I definitely recommend it. Yeah. In dating, marriage. Um, I We read it when we were dating. I started reading it when we first got married. I was like, oh my gosh. It's so different. You start learning more things. You start understanding more of the book when you're married, but there's a lot of key, good, like golden nuggets that you can figure out as well as when you're dating. Because you don't, as a female, you don't understand a male. And as a male, you don't understand a female. But once you start reading this book and these people have been married for like 25 years over, probably 30 years, and they start under, like just writing about their marriage and you're like, wow. And then you read it when you're married and you're like, oh my gosh, me too, me too. And you start relating. So I do think that book is fire. Mm. This one's a bit controversial, I think, in uh, in the world right now. Should married couples have a joint bank account? Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Personally, I think yes, but I know mm. there's a lot of people that make it work without joint bank accounts, so I'm not going to undermine that. I'm just going to like say from our, from my perspective yeah. and Amy's perspective, I would say it just um, once you get married, you're one, so it's not my money it's not her money it's our money yeah. and i like how dave ramsey was talking about this too actually i was just watching a reel by him um he was saying his his wife hasn't made an income in i think like 40 years but when he when the income comes in it's not his income it's their income yeah. right and i feel like it's really important because um it doesn't make one of the spouses think they're more higher up mm. in a way oh i bring in more money like i'm the breadwinner yeah mm -hmm. i'm the breadwinner or i could I could, I provide more. So that means I could spend more, yeah. you know, it's our money. So you spend it how you want it. I spend it how I want it. We discuss how we want to spend it. We spend it together. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's, um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't really get the whole thing with separate bank accounts. I mean, we do know couples that 
don't have joint accounts and they're just fine. They trust each other in the finances. Mm -hmm. One person pays the bills and I mean, they could see the finances just because they have the same app. But I do think having a joint account from the start, it just it just helps you um, organize your finances more budget better. And yeah. oh, this is like this is what we're spending together. So maybe we need to cut out this. Maybe we need to cut out that. So I do mm -hmm. think joint accounts are very beneficial. But if you don't have them, it's okay. Just I do think sometimes trust is another thing with joint yeah. accounts. Yeah, it comes down to trust and transparency at the end yeah. of the day because mm -hmm. you're both spouses are transparent with what they're spending, how they're spending it, and mm -hmm. they can see every all the money coming in and right. all the money leaving, going out. And at the same time, mm -hmm. they're going to be on the same page because they see everything. Yeah. Right. I'm against mm -hmm. I'm against um, married couples having separate bank accounts. I think it has to be joint. And the reason is um, separate bank accounts, they could cause issues later on. They could open doors to issues because all of a sudden, like you could be buying stuff you shouldn't be buying and the the spouse won't even know because it's a yeah. whole different account. They're not looking at that account. You know, it's your account. Yeah. And second, when money's coming into separate accounts, mm -hmm. um, again, it's like John said, this is my money. That's your money. So you don't touch my money. I don't touch your money, you know? And yeah. it's like, no, what's yours is mine. And what's mine is yours. Right. You know, It should all be together. You should be paying your bills together. You should be oh, another thing is when like the husband and wife go halves. Like, no, just combine the money. That's wild. Pay it That's together. Big. You know, not like 50% here, 50% here. Okay, we go out on a date or we go to dinner 50%, 50%. You guys are a married couple. Why yeah. are you guys splitting you guys the are bill? One. You know? You guys share a home together. You guys share, share a home. Yeah. You, guys share, you guys have a family together yeah. and you guys are splitting the bill. I don't understand that. Another, another uh, big thing is um, people are like, well, what if I want to buy them a gift and I don't want them to know that I bought them a gift? Pull out cash. Pull out cash yeah. and go buy it with cash. Yeah. Second of all, surprises are overrated. Like, <laughs> okay, they see an Amazon charge. They're not going to know what it is. Yeah. It's still going to be a surprise, you know? It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So like you live together, like yeah. they're bound to figure out, yeah. like you could hide the surprise, but I do think that it's such a small excuse. Mm -hmm. I understand people do things differently for multiple reasons. I do think there's a lot more benefits to having a joint account. I think the, the gesture of just buying them a gift is the biggest thing, yeah. you know, like yeah. you thought about them, you're, you're yeah. buying them something. That's the yeah. ultimate gesture. Yeah. So. 100%. <clears throat> it's wild. We might get some. Yeah. Trying to surprise them with maybe. gifts is not an excuse to have separate bank accounts. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. What else we got on the list, John? One last question. <laughs> Would you buy your wife a Mercedes? <laughs> no, it's not. That's so dumb. Oh my gosh. Well, if you guys don't know the joke, um, go back to one of our first oh, reels one. you'll see. I would, buy, I would buy a Sura Mercedes. There's only one Mercedes I would buy her. A G-Wagon. I would get Yo. her a G-Wagon. But what are the qualifications for you to be able to buy that G-Wagon? No, but what why are we even happen? discussing this? I think it's going to be a Wait, wait, who sent this? Who sent this? Um, who sent this? Ellie? Yeah. Ellie? She's just mad because we called out that she had a Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Ellie. Your Mercedes okay. is nice. What should we discuss that we haven't discussed? Like, important questions that other people would want to know. I mean, that's all the questions we had. Um, like and we're already, we're already at an hour 30. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's wild. Yeah, it flew by like this. So. Yeah. If you guys like this podcast and you guys enjoyed having the wives <laughs> on here, just comment below and tell us to have them on more often. Yeah. Um, so we could bring them on more. I know I was looking at our like uh, analytics and at some point it was like 90% male audience and 10% female. So yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll say what you said about the previous podcast. 
Um, or what your friends said. I had a couple of, what are they called? I had feedback from multiple people in regards to the twin pod. And a lot of females are like, dude, this is like a man cave podcast. Like it's interesting in some points, like you could kind of skip to what's interesting or like listen to shorts on Instagram. They're like, it's so much masculine energy. And I'm like, no, I get it. And that's why like when me and Esther came on today, I'm like, I'm so happy there's some feminine energy because like, I do believe like females have a different perspective and mm -hmm. it's, we also know how to like transition, bring up. <laughs> Female's point of view. Not say bro. Bro. <laughs> Not say bro, 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 bro. We haven't said bro this whole time. No, I'm pretty once. sure we said bro. I think I said it like twice. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. On the last podcast, it was, what was it up to like 500 probably by the end. Uh, yeah. Too much, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, guys? I think that no, I think we get besides I up. had fun. It's the longest podcast. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. I feel like every episode is gonna get longer and longer and longer. No, don't make it too long. <laughs> don't make it too long. Except the ones where you're on, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think if like we didn't debrief something like to close off. Part two. If anything, if we think of anything else, there's a part two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Um, we'll meet you guys next time. All right. See you. Bye.